You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. And welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt. Follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can find my co-host, Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Well, we promised to be delivered. Mr. Sabine is for our Friday episode to lead y'all into the weekend. We got lots to cover today. Uh, we're going to talk about the latest Dame Lillard trade request rumors. We're going to talk USA roster shakeup and we'll end things up at the NBA Finals game four looking ahead to game five. First and foremost, John, our good friend, how are you? It's nice to see you. <laughs> oh, gentlemen. I mean, it goes without saying that getting to spend five days a week with you guys for two years uh, was a gift and you don't know what you got till it's gone. And I miss you all mm. terribly. We, t- we still talk every single day, but I never get to see your faces. So this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice to see I you. I miss man. you guys. Thanks for having me on. This is this is so cool. Can we talk about this haircut though? What we'll, we'll be doing today? This, this looks fresh and funky, Fred. What we'll thank doing. you. I took a shower. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a haircut. Wow. Uh, yeah, kind of. You know, just you got to do self care. Self care to me is like brushing my teeth. I think stuff that <laughs> going to the doctor twice, a, like once every two years. You know, self care, like getting insurance. Like I'm just right. trying to, you know, really, you know, Treat lean yourself. into wellness. <laughs> <laughs> These are important. Well, it was uh, it was something that I had to do uh, soon after we made the announcement that Big Dave was going to be my new co-host here on Locked On. Everybody said you got to get Sabine in there too. That'll that'll uh, happen. It'll probably yeah. happen regularly. The first of many. I would Sabine love to do it, please. And, and um, Matt, you called me. You when you asked Big Dave, you were the such a class act. You called me to be like, uh, "Hey, man, I asked Dave. I just wanted you to know from me." And I was like. In my heart, I was like, thank you so much for not asking me because I I would there's no way I'd be able to do it with my job, but I'd feel so guilty and I would like fail at both. And so thank you for thank you for being a stand-up guy and not asking me. Because <laughs> I would have said yes and it, my life would have died. You would have said yes? You would have right. said yes to this? Of course. It's Matt. It's, it's Matt. It's talking hoops yeah. with you guys. Like that life's too short. What are you supposed to be doing? Work? No. Fair. <laughs> Fair point. I felt this is what way. life's about. I felt the same I way. Just, I right. just, I just felt like John would have been excited and said yes, and then hated that decision two weeks later. He was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you know, we got, we got to talk about the so Bulls I, again today." So well, I, know no, I said the yes. Bulls. It, it's just having a like. I got to worry about this fake cheese tweet meeting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even. I'll talk, I love talking Bulls because, like, this is guys. We have hope. We have hope on the Bulls. This is the fun time. Yeah, um, off season is the fun. The map, the maps and bulls switch spaces in the course of a year. Right, it's been really yeah. fun to watch. Um, <laughs> but hey, you have two maps on the cover, the varietal covers of NBA Two K, so you can't yeah. complain. What? Um, Never happened before, ever. Two. Yeah. What a gift. I <laughs> first, like, I, I saw that video. I sent it to you. This is a little tangent before we actually talk about what we're supposed to be here talking about. That that Dirk had never been on an NBA Two K higher career until this one. Never. He never had. Uh, and it's one of those things where he wasn't really, he has no agent, keep in mind. So he has no endorsements. Right. Like, right. like he would, he would negotiate his contract. 
<laughs> for 21 years. And you'd be like, sure, that seems fair. <laughs> so he, he would get all his endorsement offers and he's just like, I don't want to do that. I just don't want to. So he just, he's very like Larry David in that way. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's true. And, nice and, his and how he dresses. Mm. He's also very Larry David. That's very casual. True. Casual, yeah. bro. Um, all day. Someone who does have an agent is one Damian Lillard. He is uh, a couple afters after recording this here on Friday, midday Chicago time, going to meet with the media. He has scheduled media time uh, after a USA practice. And there was a report, a follow-up report earlier this morning that uh, from Chris Haynes uh, from Yahoo, among others. He will address this report from Henry Abbott uh, on Twitter that the Dame trade request is in the offing. It's about to happen. Mm. Gentlemen, of course, Bulls fans saw that on Twitter this morning and immediately just started throwing out, okay, what can we do? What can we offer? How's it gonna, what, what's it going to take to get him here? And, you know, Dave, I know you and I talked about this a little bit on a, on a previous episode, and now he is about to make it official. I am already shutting down my hopes of him actually coming here. And I think all Bulls fans should do the same. Dame's not yeah. coming here. We could talk no. about it right now. We could talk about what we think teams should do and what what teams might have the best shot. He's not coming here. I'm sorry to be that wet blanket. He's not coming here. Well, let me let me correct you for a second, Matt. You're not sorry to be that wet blanket. You enjoy being that wet blanket. It's <laughs> who you not are. That's true. And it's why we love you. Um but yeah, he's not coming. Let's let's just be real. Like he's not coming here, dog. It's not going to go down that way. Uh we would love it to be, but that Bulls do not have enough to give them like it, it doesn't I don't see anything that's super appetizing without giving up basically Zach Levine and, and some key pieces of your core so doing that and getting Dame to be like with Dame and Vooch I don't think the Bulls are willing to do that you don't really have any draft picks to give them yeah you, you're really stuck in a bad place for it now of course you can hope and dream and pray and wish and you know getting your trade uh machines and all that and come up with cool stuff but I'm telling it's not going to happen that way I think there are other teams in the East because I don't believe he's going to be in the West. I believe he's coming straight to the East. So it's going to be other teams in the East, definitely uh, the Sixers and teams like that, that are going to be uh, vying and probably have better packages to put together to get guys like Dame, John. 100%. If You have to include Zach to even start the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Bulls fans are going to do that. Like They're like, oh, can you imagine Vooch, Zach, and Dame? Ooh, Eastern right. Conference Finals. And you're like... Yeah, but you have to include Zach. Like Zach even just starts the conversation. Guess who Zach, already has a pull yes. up about how far the Dame Zach Vooch Bulls would go in the Eastern Conference playoffs? Because it's, it's our be pal Fred. Fred. <laughs> oh my God, the Tucker Carlson of Bulls Twitter. You are so dumb. You are really dumb for real. What an idiot! <laughs> you are literally too stupid to insult. Like, just. <laughs> Stirs it up, never takes a day off. I I appreciate his hustle, R truly. He gets the same amount of ratings oh too. He's, he's an influencer, man. Like, <laughs> and he talks his rant. We, we'll talk later, but his rant on Greg Popovich of being anti Greg Popovich is the stance of all stances <laughs> in the world. I was <laughs> the greatest I was coach in basketball I history. <laughs> I took screenshots so that I can show them to Fred later. 
<laughs> oh, say he's holding down Becky Hammond, the guy who he who hired her, the first coach to hire a female. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> to be like he's massaging anyway no time oh, you have to you have to include zach kobe the kitchen sink you, you can maybe keep vooch but you probably have to include vooch for salary i don't think zach even matches that salary like yeah. and so it just isn't going to happen and that's okay that yeah. is okay because he's gonna lay out a, they're gonna try to do right by him he's gonna lay out his teams and it's gonna be the same teams that we all think are you know it's gonna be with beaches teams with beaches that's it mm-hmm. like yeah. And then and Daryl Morey will do everything to get him. That's how it yeah. Daryl Morey is. This is what he's built for, is to That's go true. after stars. And he has the ability. And it's it, the, the thing that breaks my heart if as someone who's like, if I was a Blazer fan, is this could have been salvageable. You had Nurk, you had Zach Collins, you had CJ. You had ways, you could have made trades, right? Mm-hmm. To keep Dame happy this summer. You had a lot of assets. But when he requests the trade, that ruins it. So... It's already over. It stinks. And they're also simultaneously going through this uh, ugly investigation as far as the Mm. the due diligence or lack thereof of their hiring of Chauncey Billups. And Mm. Dame was like dragged to that. And he clearly didn't want to be dragged into that. And it's just a a PR disaster in Portland right now. But Mm -hmm. that's just a that's just a very gross situation to try to be in while you're dealing with your your star player demanding a trade out like. I would not want to yeah. be the Portland front office right now. But mm. John, you're you're right in this and like you you joke about this with all the time. It's like free agency doesn't exist. It's like two or three teams that it actually doesn't. get players. And it's you know, it's it's the LA teams and it's Miami. And I, I tweeted about that earlier today. I'm like, my my gut feeling is that Pat Riley already knows how he's gonna get Dame and Dame's going to Miami. Yeah. Like that yes. that's what I see happening. Yeah, like Earl Mori be damned, Pat Riley. If I have to put money on one guy getting what he wants between Daryl Morey and Pat Riley, my money's on Pat Riley every time. That's good money. Ooh, that's good bet. I mean, to me, that's for free agency. To me, that's free agency. Like, like, but he always gets there. And again, they have a lot of assets. You could do Tyler Hero, Precious, uh, two draft picks, and Duncan Robinson, right? Or, you know, deep. It stinks that Depot was such is, is injured because that could have been an asset going back. But you you have things to get it to get this done, you know, um, and it's in the East, and I think that's what's key. Dame in the East, I feel like, will be so fun to watch, hmm. so fun to watch if he goes East. Yeah, and you Dame, just want yeah. him, you want him out of the West. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> for he, almost for his sake, like because it's like he has Steph Curry, like he's Steph Curry, you know, like it's like he he'll never be Steph Curry, and right. that stinks. Like he is he he is Chris Jericho, and he's not the Rock. You know, like it's mm-hmm. so we he'll never he just it's, he's just the victim of timing. Uh, because in any other era, he's the best shooter in the world. That's an excellent point. And I also want to point out that all this stuff started kind of going down when they brought in that dude to kind of help their defense. And we warned them about bringing in that dude to try to help their defense out and try to do something for them. We said, Don't bring him in, you know what's going to happen to your team. We told you. We said it to you. We said, don't do this. He will destroy. It's what he does. As soon as he comes in there, what do you see? As soon as he leaves, destruction and terror follow. This guy sucks. I'm sorry, Portland. I apologize, but no. That's important. That is important. (laughs) (laughs) That's journalism right there. (laughs) That dude, man. That's what he do. I... 
I mean, speaking of, I know Dave, you and I will probably break down Zach's interview uh, that just got posted this morning on on an early episode next week. Uh, we sure. don't have time to get to it today, but one thing he did notice uh, that I noticed he said about Billy Donovan is probably the first coach that I've really felt bonded bonded with and connected to. And I was like, oh, there's an immediate slide, Jim, right there. Love it. That's right in the heart, baby. I like that. <laughs> That's at uh, all his coaches, too, though. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not uh, going to get into it. I don't want to get into it. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. Uh, b- before we uh, get to, to Zach and his Team USA stuff that's going on right now, Big Dave, would you like to tell our Locked On Bulls audience about Bet Online? Because you could probably place a bet on where Dame Lillard ends up. So you should if you've got an inkling. Matt, it's the honor of my life. Thank you very much. Gather around, children, loved ones. Put your ears right to the speakers. Let me talk to you about the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. What is it, you ask? It is Bet Online. You can get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sports needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC slash MMA action. Now, before your next pitch or your next shot, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or your mobile devices. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not, and I repeat, do not sit on that sideline anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as your team's prep for that run to the playoffs. And you can get in some stuff on the NBA Finals. And you know you want to because it's 2-2, so it matters right now. Head to the website, use your mobile devices, sign up, and receive 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit by using that promo code. What is it? Lean close, I'm going to tell you. It's called Locked On. Bet online, your online sports book experts. After that beautifully read ad, we transitioned to Team USA basketball. Big Dave, you and I were just talking about how awesome it is that Zach Levine and Bradley Beal are becoming very close as USA teammates and all the wonderful things Beal said about Zach's game. Now, in the last 24 hours, we've learned Bradley Beal had been put in health and safety protocols and has officially been removed from the Team USA roster that's about to head to Tokyo. USA teammate Jeremy Grant is also in health and safety protocols no word on that. He's officially been dropped. But now we also have Kevin Love this morning removing himself from Team USA, citing that he's not really in full 100% health and want and, and doesn't feel like he's you know contributing in the ways that he would need to be to represent Team USA. And then the latest dominoes fall is, okay, so we needed replacements for Beal and Love. And those replacements are, are you ready for it? No. Keldon Johnson... And JaVale McGee. Uh, John, thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it's it's the best thing that could happen, right? Like, it's so funny. Like, you could you give you a thousand guesses, and you would no one would come up with that, those two people. This is like when you you're like, mom, can you can we rent tra- uh, Transformers? And she comes home with like Transmorphers, you know, like some like <laughs> Japan like knockoff DVD. It's unbelievable. JaVale is less crazy. I mean, this is a poorly constructed team. Like, mm. we needed a capable center and a capable point guard, and we didn't address here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. it. Yeah, you said no to both. And, I mean, the, the name, it, it just shocked. Honestly, the Kelvin Johnson one was, wasn't as insane to me because he was already on Team USA, and I know they were kind of vying for him. At least they were saying that behind closed doors. They were kind of vying for him to be on the team and stuff like that. Okay, but when it came to that other player, 
I was my first thought was go get John Morant. Then John Morant put out a tweet where he said, "Hey, you weren't talking, you weren't uh, calling me then. Don't call me now. I'm cool." And I was like, "Well, John, John's not going." And then I'm watching Trey Young put out. Yeah, I watched, I watched Trey Young put up the the Isaiah Thomas quote from <laughs> oh, from the last so dance. I like, have I met the criteria. The criteria. <laughs> you know, he was like, "Dude, I want to play," and they, and they wouldn't let him on. So in my head, I'm like, "Well." They'll at least go get Trey Young because he's literally telling you he wants to play and he's incredible and great and you need a point guard. Boom. Problem solved, right? Now nah, we're going to go ahead and get JaVale McGee. Complete shock. Like, JaVale, like you needed a center and you needed a good center and you said, let me go get JaVale McGee. Like, like that's right. that's the shocking point to me. Like, it's JaVale, you decided JaVale McGee was the guy that, that was missing, the piece that was missing to get you that gold medal. I, I, I'm I'm just at a loss of words. I, I don't understand. I'm sorry. And, you know, who knows? There could have names of players who said thanks but no thanks that True. we didn't yes. know. Because, because, like, there were some players who were such big names that when they declined the invitation, it was made public news. There could be other players who were asked who, who said no thanks and we just don't know about it. Because when you think about a list of, uh, of centers or even men in the NBA that could have been asked – before JaVale McGee. I mean, yeah. some of the people have been talking about on Twitter this morning. Why not Julius Randle? Why not Jaron Jack? Why not Jarrett Allen? I mean, all of those would like would seem to be better options for a front court placement. Wendell Carter Jr. And, no. Oh, well, come on now. Just, <laughs> Sorry, no. it was too easy. It was too easy. Sorry, it was He's too easy. 6'9". <laughs> too easy. It was too easy. <laughs> but the, th- the thing about the playmaking is really what, what weirds me out even more than the selection of JaVale in the front court because and it's something that Zach Levine said in his uh, Q&A with our guy Rob Schaefer for BC Sports Chicago. Check out the Bulls Talk podcast that dropped this morning. Zach said of awesome. their first two losses, yeah, we're, we're kind of an assembly of talented NBA players, but we don't necessarily fit together as pieces, or at least not yet, and mm-hmm. talked about the lack of a playmaking guard on their roster and, and, and what this team needs. So clearly Zach like as a member of the teams has seen through their exhibition games, like, yeah, this is something we're lacking. So how do you not call Trey young? I mean, like, like you said, Dave, Kel Johnson's a nice player, but this team still needs a point guard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's, that's what makes it even crazy, man. Cause I'm listening to everything you're saying about, you know, why JaVale McGee is there. And I'm like, in my head, all I'm saying is, yeah, but Trey Young, I don't care what center you're asking, you weren't going to find anybody at any position better than Trey Young that was yes. going to be available, is my point. You know what I mean? He's the best available player. And you always take the best available player. At least I thought that's how it went. And you he saw... He been the starting point guard. Easy! And he would have made life yeah. easy for you guys because you needed somebody who could shoot but didn't have to. You know, he could just run a team. You don't have anybody who can run a team. You got Draymond Green bringing the ball up. For goodness sake, and that's never good. So yeah, just passing on Trey Young. Just I don't know what they're trying to do, man. But and John, you brought up a great point. I saw in that text when you talked about Zach might not be able to win four games in a row, even with Team USA. Like that's so crazy. You, and I didn't even think about that till you said it. You're right, man. Because he never has. And I'm like, oh, Team USA. And then I was like, wait, he may still might. That's not a guarantee. That's crazy to me. It's insane, man. It's insane. The, the JaVale, I, I will say this. JaVale was less surprising to me because I, they need mm. size and verticality. And it's so funny. I was on another text chain with buddies. Yeah. And like, I came up, I was like, Dwight or JaVale? Like when we're, because like, but no one likes Dwight on Team USA from like right. an old report, which could be different players now. But like, right. 
it's it showed me how much uh, power the coach has when you it's like oh yeah i'm gonna get i, I coach this guy in the spurs he's gonna get team us mm-hmm. like i was like oh popovich is making this call this isn't like midi call this is like one person being like i know this guy mm. he's, he's gonna make the team because that's crazy to me and you know you gotta also keep the the feeble rules and hey uh goaltending knock yourself out javel mcgee could just goaltend everything Give give the USA Great a little call. bit more uh, protection around the rim because that's clearly been lacking in their first few games. Like a little soft in the interior. If, if Bam especially is not in there, this team has very little interior defense. Um, that's so so we'll we'll see what happens. They were supposed to play an exhibition game tonight uh, uh, once again against Australia, who they've already played. That got canceled because of these health and safety protocol scares that we've got going on with Team USA. We'll see if their game, I believe, against Spain, another exhibition for tomorrow, uh, goes mm-hmm. through or that is also canceled. Um, just obviously weird stuff. We, like I think we all kind of wished and hoped and thought that we would be beyond the whole athletes having COVID protocols post-pants league sporting events. But between this and, and the Yanks and the Red Sox thing we got going on right now with baseball, like this – Get, get your shots, people, for the love of God. Can we be done with this already? Tokyo's ah! going to be a mess. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The hottest of messes. <laughs> I, I, I it's going to be crazy, man. But, okay, I, I get I your, your your point is well taken, though, about JaVale McGee. I, I hear what you're saying. That makes sense. And, you know, he, he will block shots. But <laughs> it's just the fact that all I see in my head is him blocking the shot, then getting and saying, okay, I'm about to take this three from half court. That's all I see happening in my head. And, and that's what bothers me. And – I'm just concerned. He could end up being like the biggest star. Honestly, he could end up being the, the biggest three-time star champion. The Put Michael some respect guy. on the JaVel. <laughs> three-time champion. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, the thing I think of first when I hear the name JaVel McGee is that shot of him running down the court in the wrong direction when everybody <laughs> the other way. I can't remember yes. which team he was on when that happened, but uh, it's always what I think of first. Just one, shacked in a fool legend. The best ever shacked in a fool moment. <laughs> so legend. good. All right, we got to talk about what I think of. We got to talk about these finals in just a minute. Quick word though about that. Built Bar. Did you know? First of all, the Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Speaking of the Olympic Games, so if it's good enough for U.S. Olympians, it's probably a great Built Bar uh, protein bar choice for you as well. And they've got. Plenty of delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. Give them a try. Flavors like cherry, barcia, and raspberry if you're a fruit person. Strawberry and orange as well. Or if you like the chocolates, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, German chocolate, all kinds of great options there as well. If you haven't tried all these flavors, you can get a mixed box from BuiltBar.com where you'll get two of each of their nine OG flavors. Not only are these Built Bars delicious in taste but they are healthy for you too most of these mm-hmm. built bar flavors have 17 or 18 grams of protein packed into every bar but only 130 to 180 calories just four or five grams of sugar and four or five grams of net carbs and right now for a limited time you should go try their grasshopper cookie built bar which is basically their version of that delicious thin mint cookie that everybody loves Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. All right, gentlemen. Bucks get a big win in Game 4 to even this series. First and foremost, we, let's let's address the biggest story from that night outside of Giannis's block, and it was mm-hmm. Devin Booker having seven fouls and somehow 
somehow not fouling out. What, think about that. <laughs> God, they dodged a bullet, didn't they? Because if they win they that won. game, that's Boom. it. That's it forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. It, it, that championship does not count. You know, they went, they didn't, they, every, Kawhi was hurt. Everyone was hurt. Right. Denver was hurt. Like, so if you're a Suns fan, you're low key appreciative that they did not win that game, big picture wise. <laughs> because the asterisk would have been bigger than the name. That you know, time. yes, that would have. You would, you would, you no, know, you would say they want they're champions, and no one in every room in the world, one person would go at least actually, <laughs> and you'd be actually for the rest of your life because we'd all have to. John, that that does not matter to a team that has never won. You're right there. They, they wouldn't care at all. Not one bit. But they can that still win is what I'm saying. Yeah, they can. But I'm saying like that game, it, it wouldn't have mattered. They, they, they'll they take that win and go home and because they have no idea what it feels like to have a championship. So I mean, you're right. Yeah, they'll take it, man. They'll take it. I just like, okay, clearly we have complained even in this, this very postseason in 2021 about – players getting ejected or uh, flagrants that aren't flagrants or or quick yeah, double yeah. technicals, especially if they're star players, and say, don't kick out one of the brightest stars of these entertaining NBA playoffs for something trivial and stupid like a rep and his ego. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. And I can't remember who – was it Devin Booker who got like who a quick it? double tech and, and Jokic. ejected? And Jokic oh, and, got and kicked Jokic. out. Remember? Yeah, Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. The Jokic MVP was of an elimination game. Right. That was That's, also yeah. terrible. So it's sort of a double-edged sword in that NBA fans are complaining when star players get tossed from games that when it's unwarranted. But in this scenario, Booker had five fouls, hacked Drew Holiday on a layup, and the ref sitting right there baseline just swallowed his whistle. And you have to wonder if that ref thought, this is Devin Booker, he has five fouls. Mm -hmm. If I -hmm. I blow this whistle, it'll be his sixth. So I'm going to swallow my whistle. And that's not right. I like mm-hmm. We can all understand the thought process if that's the thought process that official had. But fouls are fouls. And it's something that, that uh, the broadcast team talked about. It's something that everybody on Twitter is talking about. It shouldn't be a game that's officiated differently between the regular season and the postseason. You should officiate yeah, it- the game the same way every night. And the fact that it's not is really frustrating. I hear that. My, my thing is this. I, I don't like stars being kicked out of games like that. Like, I thought the Jokic one was crazy because this is the MVP we're talking about. Like, you give him one tech and you move on. This foul here, I, here's my thing about it. If if it's a hand foul, like a slap on a hand, a little push or, or check or a little shove, you let it go because you're like, you got five fouls, you got 40 points, you're that big star player, everybody wants to see you in there. Cool. When you blatantly tackle someone, <laughs> and you grab them and you try to take them down. Not only does it look like you're cheating, that says just a lot about you as an official. It hurts your reputation more than anything because it looks like you are incompetent and don't know what you're doing. So you look like you're cheating and you're incompetent at the same time when it's that obvious. You just can't be that obvious with it. I wish it, even if it was two people, even if Aiton was with him and even near him in the play when that happened, they would have called it on Aiton. You know, they would have said, okay, Aiden, you get the foul because we don't want to put it on him. But it, but when it's that blatant and in your face, you can't just sit in people's faces and lie. You know, because that's when you just, that's when it goes crazy in your brain. I was listening to it on the radio because I was on my way home. and with, I can't remember the announcer, but it was with Doris Burke. She was also doing commentary. 
Shout out Doris Burke. And the guy lost his mind when that play happened. He literally out loud said, what is going on? Like he said that as loud as he could. This is a guy, this is a professional. And he couldn't understand it. And he just lost his mind about it. So just imagine what the people in the stadium and around world who are fans were thinking when they saw that. So, yeah, you just you can't be that blatant with it, man. He he should not have even been in the game. It, it should have been out. Yeah, I, I like Green is one of the more um, level headed and, you know, showing no favoritism broadcasters the NBA has right now. He definitely mm-hmm. does not criticize the officials often or ever. And even Mike Breen, like level-headed, everybody, nice to everybody, Mike Breen was like, uh, yeah, that was a foul. Because <laughs> it was. It was clear as day. He wrapped him up. And the thing that really like got me, John, Devin Booker should have known how lucky he was to not have that whistle blown. And then on a subsequent foul that was called, not on him, but just a foul, or maybe it was a lack of a foul on the other end, Book went up and started like yelling at the refs. And I was like, dude, you off. have yeah. zero right to be complaining about the officiating right now. Yeah. Truly. I th- This is the biggest negative this is the this is the issue of the nba right now officiating and reviews which i include in officiating a you shouldn't scott foster we we shouldn't be like oh the scott foster game like you had you had a guy betting a ref betting on games 15 years ago this is not that long ago Mm -hmm. how do you still have this thing where we know there's biases and there's like oh he's got a rivalry with a player what do not assign him even if there's yeah even if there's no reality, the perception is enough to taint the product. Reviews and officiating are it's not player empowerment. It's not what they're wearing on the sidelines. <laughs> you know, it it it's not analytics. It is officiating. This is the biggest negative in the league right now. And it's not happening in other basketball leagues. And so I don't it feels like it feels super addressable, but I hope they do because it's it's making you go like, whatever, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like when when the last 90 seconds take 30 minutes you're like i don't i can't watch this i don't care i don't care i can't do this that's insane yeah and we like basketball think about like casuals um but you know we we were watching me and big dave were watching game four with our buddy bulldog um and you know we we, shout out you john we miss you uh but but bulldog's kids were like why is it that the clock says this but it's been a lot longer than that and we're like yeah let me let me tell you how basketball works young man (laughs) (laughs) look man matt peck around children is some of the funniest stuff you ever want to see those kids learned hate a lot (laughs) when they were around Matt. that's all that was coming out was who i should hate why is the man so angry? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I just I just taught him some facts about Chris Paul, he did. He, about yeah, he did. state of Wisconsin. I I just taught him some stuff. You, 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 you're cool. You, I'm out. About the state of Wisconsin, <laughs> dude, dude, he was going in, and it was funny because it was so clear and concise and well said. Like you're just like. You know, it's some hate in his voice, but I'll allow it because the vocabulary is correct. The phonics are right. right. <laughs> so you they're, 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 they're learning something. But are we going to talk yeah. about this block? Can we, okay. talk, can oh, we yeah. talk about this block? block. Stay, save the best for last, man. I, so I hopped on with uh, John Corrales of Locked on Celtics that <laughs> night. That. And we did like a little 10-minute epi- mini episode because we are apparently two of the very few people 
who will die on the hill that that Giannis Antetokounmpo block was more impressive than LeBron's block against Golden State in 2016. Gentlemen, what, I think from our texts that Big Dave, you are definitely uh, in the think I'm wrong category of people. John, I can't remember if you voiced your opinion on this yet, so oh, I'll give you guys the floor I, before I before I, I tell you why I'm right. <laughs> he said, "I think I'm saying okay." So, yeah, I, I mean, when I when I heard Bulldog's argument for it, I was like, "Okay, that's good. I get it." It's, it's a great block. Again, first of all, it was incredible. Give me the block. bullet points. What the he bullet was points? he was defending. He was do, dude. He was defending a, a player a, that he was just helping on yeah. help, and then went off on one foot and blocked the yes. seven footer alley oop. Incredible. And what I tried to do, the thing I tried to do, guys, I tried to remove the moment from it, and I said, "Well, let me take away the moment and just look at it as a block." But then I said, "This impossible to do because we wouldn't even be having this discussion about it if it wasn't about the moment." It's, it's all about the moment and when he did it. In the finals, minute left, time on the clock. If he hits this shot, it's a tie game. It's important. The moment plays in, and it's very important because if moments are removed, there are several blocks I think that are better, including Patrick Williams' block on eight, and I thought that was a better block. Bam out of bio. And Bam out of bio, yes. And Bam out of bio's block, I think, is a better block. But Me the too. moment matters. So that's why I can't remove the moment. And since I can't remove the moment, it's easily LeBron. It's game seven of the finals, for God's sakes. The man went from the other end of the court to the other end of the court. The ball was two inches from the glass. Do you know how hard that is to block and not be goaltending when you're two inches from the glass? He was laying it up off the glass. If you look at it, he was just hitting it off the glass. You know how hard that is to block that shot and then not be called for that when you're coming in from the other end of the court? And you're doing it in a game seven. You saved the game. You were down three to one. If he hits this shot, they go up by two. Now you're playing from behind. It's not a tie game anymore. You're playing from behind. He gave his team a chance to win, which is what they did. That's a that's a greater block. And for me, also, the last part of it, Giannis's block, it's the same argument I use when I talk about Jordan and Dominique in the dunk contest. Nick's dunks were incredible. Jordan's dunks look like art. That's the difference. LeBron's look like art. That was an art piece. Giannis's looks great and incredible. LeBron's is an art piece. Dude, I'm sorry. That is an art piece, all right? You put that on a piece of art, it's prettier and it looks better. It did. That's Wow, Dave. I I don't think you've ever been more wrong about anything. John, what do you think? <laughs> I Dave, very well said. Matt, there is they they're not even in the same conversation. <laughs> They were. You guys are so. They, the Bucks were. Yeah, the Bucks you, were you down guys. like six. <laughs> it wasn't tied or, cl- or a one possession game. Nope. If they lose this game, guess what they get to do? Play another game. Correct. Pat Williams had the exact same block in the exact same no, play he did when not. the Suns played no, the Bulls. No, he did not. Oh my god. Okay, because he didn't switch off of Devin. Well, because he didn't switch off. It was less of a switch off, but it's the same. It's a bad. It's more of a bad pass than a good block. Like. It's it definitely impressive, but Bam out of Bios is more in the running for in terms of like legendary blocks that saved the series or had an outcome. Like you could argue that the turnover from Chris Paul or Giannis's steal of the inbound when he stole it, uh, when they pass it into Aiton was just mm. as monumental. And so it was an awesome like feat of display, but Cavaliers had never had a championship in their entire Cleveland had the city had a drought. <laughs> <laughs> he came back home. They were down three one, and the running, and he was so far away. Like that was when he goes into the Hall of Fame, he'll be the second best player of all time. 
and that will be the signature highlight. That's the yeah. that's his that that's his, that's his first ballot You're highlight. Right. Which is why people are freaking out that some of us are claiming that it was not as impressive as Giannis's because everybody knows that that's LeBron's defining moment. And if it all of a sudden is less impressive in some way from this other player's block in a crucial finals game moment, then it's like, you know, uh, it's demeaning or or lessening the significance of LeBron's most, no. most no, 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 defining no, no, no. finals moment. Yes, that's part of it. That that's way at part, all. part of why people no, no. are you so staunchly defending it. You can appreciate Giannis's block without having it be juxtaposition of LeBron's block. Like yeah. you're the, you're the one who's like better than LeBron's, <laughs> as opposed to just being like that was a no. good block. As, as an NBA fan who's watching like big moments in finals games that are five years apart, looking at them objectively, saying this block is more impressive than that block. And look, contextually, I will grant that the one thing people arguing pro LeBron's block have in their favor is Game Seven versus Game Four game tied late as opposed to you know the bucks protecting a two-point lead and city of cleveland 50 plus year drought on the other hand if the bucks go on to win this series and win the title the first bucks title since 1971 and it's Giannis's first title as a two-time mvp who hasn't gotten to that mountaintop yet and that block was the pivotal swinging point of them either tie series or going down 3-1 and that series being for intents and purposes over then yes lebron's game 7 block contextually still means more but the gap is closed significantly in my opinion oh, as far yeah. as the context yeah, of giannis's block yes. if they win the title and yes. then moving aside the context giannis is physically in the world of basketball in the world of physics was 10 times more impressive than LeBron's. Like, it's just, it, it just was. <laughs> Physically speaking, it was more impressive. Dave, you said, oh, yeah, he, he went from one end of the court or the other to chase down, you know, I Iguodala's layup, but he got it right off the glass. Yeah, he got it off the glass of Iggy laying it up from the bottom of the backboard because Iggy was 75 years old and couldn't even dunk the ball. <laughs> Iggy also had a, a LeBron teammate, I believe it was J.R. Smith, already contesting that yeah. layup. So we had to mm -hmm. adjust his layup, and it made it easier for LeBron to catch up That's and block point. the shot. True. Giannis did this all by himself, and he blocked a seven-footer's alley-oop where he caught it above the square of the backboard. Mm -hmm. LeBron blocked an Iggy who jumped about a half an inch off the ground. I don't understand how people think that physically speaking, that's more impressive than Giannis right. showing yeah, on Booker, pivoting and jumping oh. off of one foot to swat DeAndre Ayton. I, I do not understand people who are not seeing that physically speaking, what Giannis did was more impressive. Okay. I don't get it. Okay, Matt. Matt, what's more impressive? A dunk contest dunk? An impressive dunk contest dunk or an impressive in-game dunk? A, I don't like. Let's say like a, a, let's say like a, a three sixty dunk in a uh, in a dunk contest or a free throw dunk contested in a game. What's more impressive? Okay, in game dunks are more impressive, but please explain the yes, point of so that. Con, so context, so context. You're saying like individually speaking, in a vacuum, it was more physically absolutely. But like in an open gym during the combine, if you can have a forty eight vertical, fantastic. Yeah. What can but you Giannis's do block in the game? In an open gym, 
He was guarding Context matters. players of a pick and roll in an NBA, play, in an NBA finals game. The, the, a great football play in, in the second round of the playoffs is going to be less impressive than the Super Bowl. Those are That's just how the round. world works. It's the finals and the finals. No, the one is game, game seven. seven. Game, game seven is <laughs> game, game seven, seven. Is, there's nothing like it. There's no there's other nothing. games. That's it. It's the same reason I call Jordan shot the greatest shot of all time. Yes. Dame Lillard looked better. Me. When Dame Lillard looked better, he shot it from 40 feet with Paul George in his face, basically from half court. It was incredible. It was better. Kawhi hit one with 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 uh, Embiid in front of him, falling away on the baseline. That's tougher. But Mike's did it in a game five where there was no tomorrow. If he misses this, they go home and there's no Bulls anything. That's it. You're done. You have to win that. And he was a six seed, for goodness sakes. Yeah, you have to get that shot. It was that huge and that important. That matters. That matters that there is no tomorrow. Like, you have to do this or you lose. Like, that matters. That matters in this. And it matters in this block also. LeBron didn't have to make that block or they lose. It was a tie game. No, he hits that shot. You're down two. Your 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 chances time, of winning lessen with time left on the clock. Yeah, your chances of winning lessen, don't they? Okay, there was that's there not, was chances so wait, so hold on, hold on. is not you lose. Chances lessening Fine. is not you lose. Great point. There's no game eight. That's my point. <laughs> you do that. There's no tomorrow. Period. You can go. Time, you have to go overtime and overtime and overtime and overtime until somebody wins. There is no. Oh man, will it just get them next game? There is no get them next game, sir. That's it. You're done. And. Points in time, if we're arguing that, it still goes to LeBron. There was less time, and it was a tie game. Like, it was like six six or eight points for the Bucks in like seven minutes left, right? Like, and so there no, – it, No, it, it, was, it was a minute 13. It was like a minute th- – yeah. It, it was, was a minute oh, 13, really? and the Bucks are protecting mm-hmm. a two-point lead. It was. It was. It was like a minute 13, like a two-point Well, then lead. I yep. take that back. But it's yeah. still my pro- – it's the game seven. But that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. Like, that's the thing. Like, when nobody's saying the it's block, not amazing, it was amazing. The block won the game for the Bucs. Like, anyone who doesn't think that that block won the game for the Bucs is wrong. That block won the game and and kept them Ooh. alive in the series. 2-2, okay. you got a shot. Even though you're going to play two of the next three on the road, 2-2, you got a shot. 3-1, going yep. back to Phoenix, you're done. You're done. You're and Giannis' block <laughs> so, saved the yes. game for them. So if let's if, if you're asking us right now, what's more impressive? And with the information we have right now, there is a right answer. If all of these things happen in the future, and you ask us in the future after events have occurred and they've won, and it's this thing that switched everything, that's then that's a different conversation. But people aren't idiots right now for saying like, oh, well, with what we have right now, we have to use the data we have, and right now, it's, right. it's an easy decision. So uh, what what I will seed in this debate is right now I seed that historically and contextually LeBron's block bigger than Giannis's block. The blocks themselves, which block was more impressive? Like you said, John, in a vacuum, in a in an open gym, whatever. Yeah, Giannis's block is more impressive than LeBron's block. Physically, basketball talent, uh, a display of basketball skill. And physical, like oh my god, athleticism. Yeah, Le- LeBron's I, I is not as impressive there. as Giannis's, and that is what I have been arguing since Game Four ended. I am saying the block is more impressive than LeBron's block. 
I know, but that you can't. That's but you're picking and choosing. That's like, what I'm saying. Exactly. That's you my can't point. Be shocked when, no, you're not, is, you're not saying there's an argument. You're also not saying there's an argument. The you're saying, block you're saying like it's, it's no. Go ahead, man. So there's a difference between there's an argument for it and you're saying LeBron's block is better, and then you're 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 taking out context, history, stakes, <laughs> right. Which I don't think you can do in an argument. You can't do that. Just say is better. <laughs> like it you can be matter. shocked when people are like, "No, it's not," and they're like, "Well, you're not knowing the criteria that I'm doing right now, which is all these things." But it's super I, impressive. I, we should I, celebrate it. We shouldn't be fighting. We should be celebrating the, the greatness. criteria <laughs> of two great blocks that happened late in an NBA Finals game in recent NBA history. Which block is more impressive? Is simple criteria. And I understand that people in the camp of thinking that LeBron's is more impressive because of all the history and context. I'm saying we'll, we'll see how this series plays out. Like I said, John, that's a different discussion. Um, add, adding context to Giannis's block if the Bucks go on to win versus if they end up not winning the series makes it, it, it weighs it differently. But which block is more impressive is a simple question. The Giannis block is more impressive and it's a simple question answer then you can no, add in all the context you want all i said is i watched that guy's block and i watched that guy's block and what that mm -hmm. dude did, block ayton is more impressive than what that dude did to block iggy add add all the yeah. context you want let's discuss whatever whatever one block was better than the other Matt, and the one that was better it, it, was Matt, Giannis's. you can't remove the con because then if that's the case this lebron block wouldn't even be talked about we would be talking about other blocks that happened. Oh, you mean because history. it's not that impressive of a block? Because it's the no. I'm saying you can't remove because it's the finals. You can't remove that. Like that's the only reason this is even a debate. Is because it's the finals. If it wasn't if that context, we would be arguing Bingo. other blocks. I'll be arguing Bingo. Patrick Williams with here. Bingo. But in my opinion, that block from Giannis near the end of Game Four is one of the best blocks I've ever seen ever in any ever. game of basketball. Compared mm. to LeBron, LeBron was it? how how many chase down blocks have we seen? A million? Like you just made my point for me. If it weren't for That's the fact crazy. that it was no, late Brent. in Game Seven of the Finals, <laughs> we would talk about it like it was any other block because it was like know. any other block. Because we talked about that Tayshawn Prince block. It's very similar, right? Like like when mm -hmm. he was younger, and that wasn't the same stakes, and we that, we still talk about that. Like mm -hmm. uh, it was similar stakes, but it wasn't the finals. Like. Yeah. You're saying we're adding context when the truth is you're taking away context and then are shocked when people are saying like, but what about this? You're like, well, that's not what I mean. Uh, I mean, I think, and I think what is, this has taught me is that we need to elevate that BAM block more too. Like, cause that mm. was, that saved a series. Like that was unbelievable. Yeah, we forgot about that BAM block. That, no, that was no time left everything. Block. Yeah. yeah. Um, everything. Yeah, that I, see, I, I would put that everything. in the category of greatest blocks I've ever seen. And I would put that band yeah. block in a category of greatest blocks I've ever seen before I would put LeBron's block on Iggy in that category. Which block would you so, rather have on your resume? Which block what? would you rather have uh, on your resume? If you were an NBA player and you could choose any of those blocks, which block would you rather have for your resume? It's got to be game seven still. Like you have, it matters. I mean, it's yes, it's, but, it's, but, but which one, but which one would stand out on a highlight reel more? Giannis. <laughs> and it's not close. Like oh, that Giannis block, I don't know, man. they will play his Hall of Fame induction 
video. Yeah. So and here's obviously the they'll guys. play LeBron's block on his too. But yeah, they will. Go is ahead, this bro. Giannis block the signature Giannis play now? Like when you think of Giannis. Ooh, I yeah. think so. I mean, yeah, it'll be the first thing and that comes to your mind, won't it? Especially if they go on to win these finals, and even if mm-hmm. they don't, considering this is the first time he's gotten this far, yeah. and that was a game-saving play to to even up the series. Yeah, that he has not had a play that consequential yet. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that for sure. This is his play. This is it. That that is the defining moment. And yeah, we'll see what Game Five holds, yeah. man. That steal too, man. He is, and his stat, his stats across the board, I think, will also. If oh, they win this, crazy. we'll just look oh at his God. stats and be like, what? Yeah. 40 and 15? Like, <laughs> yeah, what? we're not even taking it in yet. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. I mean, even with his modest testing his knee out to see how it goes game one, you guys know that through the four games, he's averaging like 32.3, 15 boards, five and a half assists, um, you know, almost two steals, almost two blocks, and, uh, and, and shooting 30, 63% from the field. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt, I will tell you this. But both those blocks made me feel like they rewrote history. Like, both oh. those blocks felt like magic and that in the moment I was like, oh, this is already done. This basket already counts. Right. These men erased history and went back in time two seconds. Like, and, <laughs> like, like, and I will say that the, the, both those made me, as I was watching, go like, oh, men can do this? Like, that's crazy. Um, and the amount... It's he's it. It will be the highlight they use to describe his uh, nickname of the Greek Freak. They're like, why is he called the Greek Freak? Watch this yeah. one play, yeah, and right. then you'll go. I get it. I get it now. If you told right. an alien, like, why do you call him that? Here, <laughs> whereas watch this, watch this. You know, I I remember watching Game Seven and sixteen, and, and remember watching that transition sequence for Golden State, and Andre Iguodala, bless his heart. Taking taking a Jeff Tanaka Sunday stroll up to that rim, <laughs> and I remember thinking LeBron's going to come in and block this. To me, another thing in my list of arguments oh, why Giannis that. was more impressive. I, I saw LeBron. I didn't you know, <laughs> I, I saw LeBron's chase down block coming a mile away. Like oh, it, you know, you can't, you can't you can't use that as argument because you're smarter than most people. That's not that's, that's not a great argument. I, I saw it. My basketball knowledge is more superior, so that's why. Because yeah, some people could have seen the Giannis thing happening, and then, you know, like that wouldn't make it any less great. No, because uh, so you, like you were just saying, John, it's one of those moments where, like, you had already counted the two bucket, the, the two points for Phoenix, because you saw, oh, here's an alley oop to Aiton, and it's going in. I looked at the LeBron and Iggy situation oppositely, in that as Iggy was heading towards the rim, I was like. He might not put this in. No, and it might get. Blocked. I know you did. I know you have. But I'm saying I, there's people who looked at that pick and roll and saw that pass by Devin Booker and said that's a terrible pass. Like, like true. That okay. are smarter Fair than I, I did hear that okay. argument that if Chris Paul was throwing that, and that, so that, like that just because happen. other people yeah. said, oh, just just because it wasn't universal, like then that it goes both ways. But for, I'm saying personally, I was yeah. just like both. I was like both those are cash money. You know, if I saw those highlights start, I'd be like, that's a basket. Hey, I, I will say this real quick. I do love the fact that also Will Purdue agrees that LeBron's block was better because him and Matt were arguing about it on Twitter. Oh, and then at the really? end, Will Purdue, Will Purdue stated why it was better. He said, well, you know, I'm just leaning on my 13-year career in the NBA. What do I know? <laughs> that is good, man. <laughs> it, was, it was a good back at me instructing Will Purdue, watch this yes. and learn, <laughs> when I gave him the link to my argument for why Giannis's was better. I love it that. Is, only that. Only that. 
<laughs> it's like, oh yeah, like Will Purdue. Oh yeah. And thirteen years back then was like twenty now. You know, like it, thirteen oh years God. was insane. <laughs> it is weird. It, it, it does, the thing that does stand up during the, to me during this argument is how little highlights LeBron. Like when I'm like, what yeah. are his top ten highlights when he goes in the Hall of Fame? I'm like. You yeah. could tell me, like, you could tell me any. I don't, I have like two I can think of, <laughs> right. like, two, and that's two weird my for someone who's played so block. many. It's the yeah. block and it's the shot against Orlando. Like, they got it's only two. Yes. He, you mean the shot he hit when he hurts. ran off the court? No, he hit it and ran off right. the court, and everybody was great. Yep. Um, that's the one I remember. I, you know, the, the one Bulls fans don't like to remember is Dave oh, in yeah. 2015. That's, oh. that's in there. After, after D Rose's game three banked in three yep. winner. Then everything went downhill after that. Yep. Starting with LeBron hitting the leader in game four. Yep. That was that was an incredible because, shot. Because David Blatt was not penalized for calling it trying to call a timeout he didn't have. Yes. And that brings us back full circle to this game with the no call on Devin Booker. Because that was again when that happened, the first thing I thought of was David Blatt. I was like, mm. God, that guy, that idiot. Like, yeah. You can't just pick and choose when to the rules exist. The rules right. Exist. And, you know, in the days well before Bulls fans knew we would end up with this buffoon named Jim Boylan as our head coach, Flat <laughs> had that face Paul moment. I can't believe you said that, where he compared his job to being a fighter pilot, and everybody went, "What? <laughs> what? what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? What did, what did he say? Oh we sat through that, guys. We sat through it. <laughs> I mean, his last name is Blatt. <laughs> such a funny last name Blatt. uh but i but matt i do think you have an argument that's the thing yeah i don't i no think question. you have an argument no question i oh like, i know it's i have not an insane. argument and i know that i'm right as as <laughs> is always the case maybe it was your time to lose lose i don't lose i win i win i'm a lawyer that's my job that's what i do I have an argument, and it's the correct one. <laughs> and you see and, why I love them, no, people. You see why I love them. And they're gonna win. What's the, like the Bucks will win, and he'll be like, "Why didn't you see this?" Like, right. like it was so clear to me. <laughs> I told. Why did you guys? I told you this, and we'll be like, "You're right, man. You're right. It happened exactly how you thought." Oh, and and because you guys put up with me despite all of my "I told you so" bullshit, I very much appreciate it. Um, You're right a lot, though. You have a lot, like in, in your defense. You told us. <laughs> you told us. Like, why did we fight you on this? You told us. And again, we were like, no. And then you were right. I'm like, damn. It. You know, I, I, occasionally I'm wrong. I I thought Chris Dunn was going to be good. I thought I thought yeah. Lowry was going to be good. And I'm devastated that I was wrong on both of those accounts. Devastated in my case. Your Honor, I object. And why is that, Mister Reed? Because it's devastating to my case. Overruled. Good call. Well, uh, we are approaching the hour length mark of this podcast, so we should probably oh, wrap it up. Uh, but I, I kind of <laughs> knew, I kind of knew when we saved that that, that block topic for last that we were gonna go on all kinds of crazy digits. But it's fun, and uh, John, it, uh, it was so great that you could join us. Hopefully, it will be Guys. the first of many as a regular guest appearance on Locked oh, On please. Bulls. Please, and, uh, this was a yeah. joy. Thank you. D- d- you got you got anything going on that you want to plug while you're here, like some cheese tweets <laughs> or you know what? <laughs> Absolutely, not. I have nothing to plug. Uh, instead of don't follow me on anything, like talk to your f- friends and family, like call them on the phone, like 
<laughs> you don't need it. I, none of my content is worth sharing right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's not true. Um, and if you aren't following Velveeta on Twitter, guys, I don't know what you're doing. Trust the process. The number one fake yeah. cheese of NBA Twitter. Number one. Speaking of which, real quick before we get out of here, how's, how's your BFF Lou Dort doing? Oh, my God. He's amazing, isn't he? He's mm-hmm. Lou Dort, it will be the guy that everyone will be like, if we can just get a Lou Dort this whole next year, you'll hear it. If we can get a Lou Dort guy, you'll be like, gosh, yeah, of course. That's every team is going to say. And He's it's like, he was never picking. Yes, he was undrafted. You know, like mm-hmm. just a you know, workman, like it paid, it's paid like 1.8 million or something crazy for five yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave, Dave, if you ask Lakers Twitter, they're about to get Zach Levine for like Caruso, you know, oh, uh, Kuzma and a signing trade. Like, dude, they, they, I love like because they'll be like, I'll be like, do you want to trade Kyle Kuzma? No, we'll never let Kuzma go. Well, who do you want? We want Zach Levine and Davian Lillard. Like, uh, that's not how that works, man. You're going to have to give right. up somebody. No. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. That's not how the force works. And, and Kuzma will score it's 20 like the, a game. Who are like, hey, we'll, we'll give you Felicio's expiring and Archie and Sato for Ben yeah. Simmons. And you're like, right. Bulls fans, what, what are you what are you talking about? Oh, I don't have to talk about him no more. He's gone, guys. Oh. um, (laughs) Enjoy your weekend, my friends. Big Dave and John. Enjoy your weekend. Bulls Nation out there. Thank you for listening. Shout out to our sponsors for today. Michelob Ultra, Bet Online, and Built Bar. Follow John Sabine on Twitter, jsabine214. Follow Big Dave at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow me at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. And, of course, that text and voicemail line is always there for you. Our fellow Bulls fans, 831-979-1369. Anything Bulls or NBA on your mind over the weekend, shoot us a text, leave us a voicemail, and we'll get to it in our mailbag content next week. Until then, have a great weekend. For John and a Big Dave, I'm Matt. Man, it feels good to say that. I miss saying that. Be <laughs> red. Be good. Peace out. I don't know what we're yelling about!